Have a good rest of the day. Bye. So starting with verse 13 of Galatians 3, we read these words. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. This is the gospel, of course, but this seems almost unfair that all of us who fall short of obeying the law, which is, of course, every single one of us, would be credited with obeying the law, in that we get justified and even receive the promised Holy Spirit, as it states in verse 14. It's like awarding somebody who finished dead last in the race the gold medal for the first place. Why should someone undeserving as me get treated like this? Well, this was only possible because as it says in verse 13, Christ became a curse for us. This would be total injustice except for the fact that this was God's will and that it was totally voluntary on Jesus' part. Jesus said that in John 10 verse 18. No one takes it from me, speaking of his life, but I lay it down of my own accord. Now, skipping down to verse 19 of Galatians 3, Apostle Paul then anticipates a natural question that the Galatians might have. So he says, Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions, until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made. So what is the purpose of the law given through Moses if God was going to fulfill the promise given to Abraham through Jesus? Well, there are several possible meanings of the phrase, it was added because of transgressions. One possible meaning, according to the ESV Study Bible Notes, is to reveal people's sinfulness and our need for a Savior. And the law certainly does a very good job of doing that. All I need to do is to examine my life with God's law as a plumb line, and it's so clear how much of my life is off from where it should be. And during this time at PH with Alice's mom, we've actually been talking about the sad history of Korean politics. And for those of you who are familiar, it's really sad. It's just one dictator after another, one power-hungry person after another. And just the political history of one solitary country revealed how clearly that people are sinners. And of course, it's not just Korea. It's true of America, true of every country that you look at the history of. So the law highlights how much we fall short of God's standards and therefore how much we desperately need a Savior. While this is one of the purpose of God's law, of course people don't like to see this gap between the law, which reflects God's standards, and their lives because it's unpleasant to think about. I experienced a good example of this last week. Last week, as many of you know, Hannah graduated at UMD. And it had been a while since I last attended a commencement ceremony. And there I sat as speech after speech, the speaker expressed optimism about how rich in potential the graduates were. And they expressed their hope of how the graduates would go on to become future leaders, innovators, people who would greatly impact the world. But even as we sat in the audience and we heard such lofty words, deep down, I think we all knew that that's not really true. And in fact, many of the graduates will make choices that ruin their own lives as well as the lives of those around them. They will go on to disappoint others and themselves. Many will be unfaithful to their future spouses and cause heartaches for their children. Many will experience divorces in their future. 
many will commit all sorts of wrongs. Everybody knows that this is true, but those who are listening to the speeches, at least during the commencement, choose to ignore that inconvenient truth. Because this is commencement after all, and no one wants to hear the truth about the fallenness of human nature. But the fallenness of humanity is, of course, a big theme of the Bible. As we looked at during this past summer's study through the book of Romans, in Romans 3, verses 10 and on, we read, As it is written, None is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Given that this was our predicament, I am so thankful for the good news of the gospel that because Christ bore the curse of the law for us, verse 26 and 27 of Galatians 3 describes our new status. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So in Christ, we have all become children of God. We have been baptized into Him and we get to put on Christ. That's the amazing hope that we have been given despite our repeated failures, despite our repeated failures to live by God's standards. And not only are we given the credit for righteousness that belong to Christ alone, we now have the promised Holy Spirit, verse 14, to help us live the kind of life that God envisioned us to live when He first made us. And I think that's what He means by when He says, put on Christ. And let's thank God for this amazing gift of salvation that we didn't deserve, but that we have all received through Christ. Have a good rest of the day. Bye. Thank you.